The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet. Today is an auspicious occasion. We're joined today by John Mueller, a Senior Webmaster Trend Analyst at Google Switzerland. And uh, John, you, you asked it, so I'm going to ask, what does that mean? So, <laughs> hi everyone. Uh, so basically what I do is I connect webmasters with the engineers at Google. So I try to make sure that everyone is speaking the same language, that all the feedback that we collect from webmasters online is kind of distilled and uh, transformed in a way that our engineers can work on that. And similarly, how our engineers can bring back feedback through us to the webmasters to make sure that they can make even better websites. Hmm. Excellent. So you're awesome. off on the front lines and answer, answering questions in, say, forums and also, obviously, on radio shows and <laughs> things of the such? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're active in the forums. Uh, we do a lot of the blog posts. We do a lot of uh, background work as well with uh, the various communications teams at Google. I know my first introduction to you, John, was on the, the Webmaster forums or uh, on Google Groups. You're in there a lot, communicating a lot. And it's great information. It's great. Great to have an authoritative voice in that mass mess of jumbled groups. <laughs> it, it can be interesting at times. I'm sure you agree. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, something that we found uh, is quite necessary as well because uh, traditionally Google is a quite a, a black box company, especially with regards to web search. That we haven't shared a lot of our insights uh, together with webmasters externally. So it's important that uh, we kind of work to dispel any myths that come up, uh, any problems that webmasters kind of make up on our own and uh, run off into one corner that doesn't really help them. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so can you ex- uh, explain a little bit about uh, how you became, you know, how, how you started working for Google? Uh, it's a bit of an interesting story you, you, you mentioned to me. So I had a small software company before joining Google, and one of the products that we made was a sitemaps generator called the G-Site Crawler, which uh, is one of the more popular Windows-based sitemaps generators. And uh, from there, I got in touch with the the Google teams and uh, started working at Google um, almost four years ago. Wow. Now, uh, what I read online was that you were actually – active in Google Groups before you worked for them? Is that true or did that just, was that wrong? <laughs> yes, uh, that, oh, okay. that's true. So, so I was quite active in the forums, but of course it's quite different when you're external to Google. You can only see the, the public-facing side of things. You can't really say that, oh, this is really how it works or this <laughs> isn't how it works. You kind of have to guess based on your experience. Mm, right. We've been there. <laughs> yeah. And, and for all our listeners, just so things don't get confusing, um, I'm trying to think of how nice I'm going to be here. Um, we're going to be uh, – I don't want to have two Johns going here, so uh, John Carcutt is going to be called. Hmm. Should be, be nice. Be nice. <laughs> uh, Carcutt. Uh, there you not? go. Carcutt. <laughs> and it'll be, be between that and the cut. <laughs> can't resist that sorry okay you know, i'm not going to go there but that re- reminds me of a certain like genre of jokes that always works <laughs> um so uh Karkat, how about uh you lead with the first question if you don't mind Sure. Um, and I think a lot of my focus today is going to be really on the webmaster tool side of things. Could, so can you really kind of talk to us how uh, about you personally and how involved you are with webmaster tools? So we kind of have a foundation of that conversation. So I, I work 
quite tightly together with the sitemaps team, which is also mostly based in Zurich, and uh, fairly tightly as well with the rest of the Webmaster Tools team. So we work together when we kind of uh, define new features, new ideas, and uh, work together to make sure that they they end up in a way that they help webmasters as well. So I'm quite involved there. That's awesome. And I can tell you, I, I'm a huge, you know, I'm a, I'm a Google fanboy to some extent, but I'm a Webmaster Tools fanboy like 10 times over. So I love, <laughs> I love Webmaster Tools. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so one of the things that I always tell people when I say you need to make sure you're on Google Webmaster Tools is that because that's one of, one of the only places that Google will communicate to you directly about your website. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what are some of the most common things that Google tells you about your website and when you might be most likely to receive one of these communications? Okay. So and there are a lot of communications that we send out through Webmaster Tools. We've been growing that list uh, over time quite a bit. Uh, there's a lot of information there that happens based on uh, errors that we run into when we crawl a website. Maybe we notice that the home page is roboted out, or maybe the, we notice that the, there are a lot of crawl errors happening. Then, uh, of course, there are a lot of kind of administrative messages that we also send out. Uh, for instance, if you have a new owner for your website, if you delegate ownership uh, maybe to an SEO or to uh, another webmaster. And all of those messages are generally shown directly in Webmaster Tools, but you can also subscribe to them. And I think that's really important for pretty much all webmasters to make sure that they actually have those messages forwarded to their email account because sometimes there'll be messages there that are quite critical. So, for instance, when we run into malware on your website. And and the default is not a a non-subscription, so you actually have to physically go in and subscribe to those, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay, so yeah, I, I agree. Everybody should be doing that if you're not. Without a doubt. Excellent. Now, why is it that, that that's uh, opt-in? I mean, it's, I, mean I, I like the fact that it's opt-in, I guess, in a way, but it seems like something that should just be if someone's signing up for the Webmaster Tools, they get access to that no matter what, um, or at least it, it's already enabled. Is there – what is it that, that caused you guys to make it opt-in only? I think that's uh, more or less historical in that we didn't have the ability to forward that to your email account from the beginning, and we didn't want to add an opt-in later on to users who already signed up. I see. Makes sense. Okay. Um, <clears throat> should I take the next one, Carcut? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Done. <so> weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I deserve that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well... First of all, what what is uh, what's your favorite parts of Google Webmaster Tools? You mentioned that you know, obviously you've been working on it as a while. So, what is it you like most about it? Uh, what I really like about Webmaster Tools are the parts that you can't figure out on your own. So, especially uh, the notification console, all the messages that are sent there. Uh, that that's a lot of information that you can't find out by yourself. But also information like the top search queries, where you see which queries your site ranked for, but where users might not even have clicked on your site in the search results. And that's that's really fascinating to me. Uh, the other information, such as the crawl errors, that's also quite important for me, but that's something where a more savvy uh, webmaster might be able to get that out of their server logs as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank Excellent. you. Well, and just, just what I think, tie, a question I have that ties into that, Ross, I think if you're ready to move on, is all that data, um, a lot of that, or I don't know how much of it, but a lot of the, the Webmaster Tools is going to be integrated into analytics. So how much of that data, or I don't even know if you can tell us yet, um, let's even back up a little bit. So maybe our, our, user, our listeners don't even know that there's, Webmaster Tools is going to be sending data into anal- analytics. Can you tell us a little bit about that that's public knowledge already? And if there's anything you want to announce on our show, we'd be happy to let you do that. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> So at, at the moment, we're working together with uh, some people who, who signed up fairly early for a kind of a test run with analytics to see how, how well that works. Uh, one of the ideas behind that is that you have the ability to really drill down and combine data in neat ways within analytics. And we think that uh, maybe that could be quite useful to combine with the Webmaster Tools data. For instance, uh, the top search queries where you can see what your click-through rate is on these search queries, and you might be able 
able to combine that with other data that you have in analytics to kind of really drill down and find out what kind of users are finding your site and going to your site and which users are finding your site but going to maybe a competitor's site. Hmm. See, now I have, a, I have a favorite graphic from Raven Tools. I don't know if you're familiar with Raven Tools, um, but they basically track rankings. And they have a graphic that they do where they integrate the Google Analytics API and they layer rankings over top of traffic for individual keywords. And I'm going to request that if you guys can do that, I, will, I'll, I don't know if I cancel my subscription to Raven, but that would be amazing. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's always interesting to have other tools that also use our APIs to create even neater tools. So it's not that we're trying to uh, replace third-party tools or especially third-party plugins that use uh, the analytics API. It's more that we're trying to find out how we can complement the existing data and uh, use the feedback that we find from there to make things even more useful for webmasters. Hmm. One of the things that that I, that I saw, I wanted to give you guys kudos on. I, I was doing a re- bit of research, and I found someone who was mentioning, obviously, the notifications have been around a while. But uh, it was good to see that this person had been notified by um, Google Webmaster Tools that their WordPress was out of date and that they needed to update the latest version. I think that's great. That's the kind of stem, uh, stuff that just blows me away, and, and I think uh, I'd love to hear more of. Yeah, that, that's something uh, where we noticed that a lot of websites are being hacked because they have outdated CMS versions. And if we can find that while we crawl the web and inform the webmaster about it, then I think, why, why not do that as well? Uh, of course, sometimes you will be able to update your CMS even faster than webmaster tools will be able to notify you about that. But in those cases, uh, you're, you're good anyway. So that's <laughs> a win for both sides anyway. Great. Yeah. That, that doesn't count as my question, Karka. Okay. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> um, you know, one thing that I've been I've been kind of impressed with some of the changes that, that Bing has done uh, with their webmaster tools, and I thought there'd be some interesting contrasts here. One of the ones that I'm not, I'm not sure I, I like a lot, but I know they do, is they attribute uh, one of the the elements of attributing a site to a particular geographic area is using the HTTP equiv, um, I don't know what else to call it, uh, tagline at the top of uh, the, the, the source page. Um, mm-hmm. And if it says en-ca, then they're going to assume that you want to be found more often in, in Canada, uh, or at least mm-hmm. they're going to skew things. Does Google listen to that as well? Uh, we found that uh, traditionally that information is kind of incorrect. So especially when, when you're looking at non-English content, you see a lot of websites that basically take a template and copy and paste it and then write their German or their French content using uh, English HTML attributes, for example. And uh, that kind of causes a problem when our algorithms say, okay, this is French content, but uh, they're using the, the language uh, attribute for English, for example. And then our algorithms don't really know what to do. So we try to avoid that conflict by focusing on the setting in Webmaster Tools for geotargeting and determining the language ourselves. Great. I'm glad you said that because I, I feel the same way. I, I, I seem to recall, although it's a little old now, I believe like some of the, the packages, the, especially the WYSIWYG ones, like a Dreamweaver at the time, it doesn't do it now, I checked, but I think they, they pretty much implemented their own immediately when you started a new template based on what you set up when you, you installed it uh, or based on your system settings and such. And it's like, I don't know, that sort of stuff creeps me out. I don't like them defaulting to anything without my prior <laughs> suggestion or something. Um, but it, it's certainly of concern for a lot of people. So thank you for answering that. So here, here's a question kind of tied to that. So you mentioned setting your geolocation inside of Webmaster Tools. I've worked on a number of sites um, one in particular that really focused on um, a number of different geolocations. They basically had a section of their site dedicated to Hong Kong, another section of their site dedicated to Dubai, another section of their site dedicated to Singapore. Um, and what we did to try to help you guys understand that these different sections of the site were really targeting different areas of the world, we actually claimed each section of the site. So if we had um, domain.com slash Hong Kong, we claim that as its own site and set up its own Webmaster Tools account and then set the geolocation at subdirectory for Hong Kong. And we did the same thing. I think there were six different areas in the world that that site had. 
Was that helpful? Does that do anything? Does it cause us problems? Is that something that people can do if they have that kind of issue? Well, that's usually how we recommend it, either okay. by using uh, subdirectories or subdomains and then setting them up separately within Webmaster Tools. So that only works if you have a generic top-level domain, like a .com site, but uh, usually you wouldn't be doing that for a, a country code top-level domain anyway. Mm, and right. uh, Doing that basically gives us the information that this part of the website is targeted specifically for this specific country. So that's great. quite useful. Okay, great. Um, <clears throat> another thing that uh, uh, Bing allows, uh, and this I do like, I think this is pretty pretty neat. I, I don't know whether or not it's, I would assume it's a suggestion. But anyways, they allow that uh, people to specify the preferred time to crawl their website so that it's maybe an off hours uh, when it's not as heavy a load. I thought that was an intriguing offer. Like I said, I don't know how strict they consider it, whether or not it's just a suggestion, but uh, is that something you guys have considered adding to yours? Uh, I think we've looked into that uh, a while back, but uh, it might be worth uh, going through that again to see how, how that's changed over time. I think uh, for most sites, it's not something that they would notice because we kind of try to find those times automatically by crawling a bit more when the server is more active and then crawling less when the server is a little bit slower. But uh, maybe that might be something that we can pass on to the team. Now, how do you, you under, how do you figure that out? You must just do it by trial and error and finding out when it's slower to load, faster to load. Is that the idea? Um, we notice that automatically when we crawl the website. Yeah. So we, we look at things like how long does it take for, for the server to return the content that we request. And okay. uh, if we notice that things are slowing down, then we might back off a little bit on the crawling rate. Or if we notice that the server is really speedy in response, then we might try to get all of the other URLs that we're looking at for this site at the same time. <laughs> I, I'm just waiting. I was hoping that you had like a group of being related questions. If you well, do, like, just keep doing that. I think that's, that's good. That's enough of those. I've got All right. other questions. <laughs> All right. So, so the the thing that's I'm kind of really curious about because I don't know much about it yet is the addition of the plus one metrics into Webmaster Tools. Can you can you tell us a little bit about that? Why you guys decided to do that, and how how we can use that ourselves to benefit? So basically what we wanted to do is kind of uh, bubble up the information about the plus one clicks, especially in search results, uh, back to the webmaster because otherwise that information wouldn't be visible anywhere. So if they have a plus one button on their pages with the counter shown, then that's something that they, is visible. But uh, all the clicks that happen directly in the search results are clicks that the webmaster basically doesn't have any information on. So we wanted to bubble that up within webmaster tools to give the webmaster some information about how many clicks are happening over time. And also we wanted to kind of bring back the information on how useful this actually is for the webmaster. So basically, what is the click-through rate without a plus one being visible? And what is the click-through rate with a plus one being visible on, on specific pages? And you can compare that directly within webmaster tools and see, okay, uh, there's this specific click-through rate change that happens when my pages have a certain amount of plus ones. All right. Hmm. Excellent. Now, annotated clicks, annotated impressions. Now, what's the what's the value of the impressions? I'm, I'm sort of just grasping this right now. I'm just, just looking at it. So uh, can you explain uh, how the, the sorting may benefit someone? Um, well, the impressions are the number of times that we uh, show basically the plus one information in the search results. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure if we show that all the time to all users who are logged in or logged out, but certainly when someone within your social graph has kind of plus one this URL already, you'll probably see uh, the, the small profile picture and the text saying this person plus one this URL. And usually if you recognize those people, if you've already been in contact with them and you see that maybe the fifth or the sixth result in your search results page has a plus one from them, then that's the kind of information that you can use to also pick out that search result and to look at that one instead of maybe the, the first one that's shown in the search results. Hmm. And this, of course, has nothing to do with your own um, network. It's just this is general plus ones. Yeah, this is uh, general plus ones, but I believe we show a little bit more information if it's within your own network. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. 
Any other questions, uh, John, about the plus ones? I think I, I wish I had more. I'd, <laughs> I'm just real grasping no, the no. whole thing. And I think a lot of the focus on the social outside of Google has shifted in the past week or two from plus one to Google plus. Um, and I don't know how, do you have any thoughts on how Google plus would impact a lot of these metrics, especially the plus one metrics? Cause I know the plus one is built directly into Google plus. You can plus pretty much everything that comes through your stream. And, and how does that impact the organic side of it? Um, the, the plus ones that you do within Google plus are actually separate from the plus ones that, uh, you see in the search results. So it's a little bit of a, a different thing. All right. So, so separate meaning. So like we, we know, we know that the, that the Google has said that the plus ones in the search results are going to have some kind, we don't know how much of impact on the algorithm. Um, so are you telling us that the ones that you do plus ones inside of Google plus probably you don't, uh, or is that something you can tell us? I I don't know. I don't I don't think that's something that uh, we we basically have worked out completely at the moment, because uh, okay. is Google Plus, like you said, is is really new, and uh, there are a lot of changes that are happening there over time. And as we see how users interact with that, then we'll try to adopt and uh, similarly work to make sure that it's reflected appropriately. Okay, great. Okay. Well, let, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, I've got another question about the pluses, actually, and uh, and Google Plus and all, all these things. So <laughs> let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. They are a part of an industry that makes tens of billions of dollars every year. People hang on to their every word of their business strategy, even the prepositions. These are the internet millionaires you have read about and whose secrets you would love to learn. They are the most inspiring and intriguing people in affiliate marketing. When I want to build relationships with the best and brightest minds in affiliate marketing amongst lush tropical surroundings, I come to AFCON 2011 Miami. AFCON 2011 Miami, October 13th through 15th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle in Miami, Florida. Register and learn more at AFCONEvents.com, A-F-F-C-O-N-Events.com. Come, my friends, to AFCON 2011 Miami. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. LPO, landing page optimization. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm with John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. We are uh, here today with John Mueller, a Senior Webmaster Trends Analyst at Google Switzerland. And uh, thanks again for joining us. This has been great, and I really appreciate you making some time today. Without a doubt. It's great to be here. 
yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. And, and we were just talking about a bit about Google Plus or Plus Ones and <laughs> so many pluses here. Um, it, one of the things I was wondering, I remember seeing a difference, a description of how things are different, uh, differently tracked. Like, so okay, let me put this in the right words here. Google Plus versus uh, within or Plus Ones within Webmaster Tools, the data is different than the social metrics that are shown in Google Analytics for Plus One or Google Plus. Do you follow? There, there is some sort of difference in how those are tracked and what they mean. Um, well, the the plus one in the search results is basically based on the page directly, and uh, the plus one within Google Plus is uh, based on the post that someone has made, which might be talking about a specific website, might be uh, positive or negative about a specific topic. So it's uh, quite quite separate there. So within Google Analytics um, and Google Webmaster Tools, they both have um, social metrics. Basically, at this point, they're plus ones, unless people have, have gone the next step. They are differently categorized, aren't they? Um, this, this, I'm yeah. not sure how how analytics handles that at the moment. Okay. I remember reading it, and I just thought maybe there would be some additional I don't know, some light to put on it. <laughs> so it's all kind of confusing at this point. So, yeah. Well, uh, do you have any more there, Carcut? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm good with the, 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 the plus one metrics. Um, I did want to just ask you, John, um, there's, a, there's a lot of tools inside of Webmaster Tools. That's why they call it Webmaster Tools. Things like um, validation of robot text, text files, and, um, you know, how does how – does, you know, the, the, it's like a crawl. You can do a crawl based on the robots.txt. What do you think is the most useful? If it was you and you had your own website, what do you think is the most useful tool inside of Webmaster Tools? Um, it's it's hard to say. I mean, on on the one hand, I really love the crawl errors information because that's something that uh, I'd otherwise have to dig into within the server logs separately. But uh, I also like the top search queries where you see what's actually happening in the search results. Those are basically yeah, I love that too. Yeah, my my favorites at the moment. Of course, information like malware is something that you only really appreciate when you do have malware on your website. And uh, there are a lot of cases where we see webmasters in the forums where they have malware on their site and they don't really know where to look because maybe it's even cloaking to webmaster or cloaking to Googlebot. And uh, the information we have in webmaster tools with regards to malware is really a great help to help them to figure out where exactly is this malware coming from. Yeah, excellent. And I agree totally. One of my favorite tools is the, the, the shows where you're ranking and the impressions you get. When you added that, I, I just was ecstatic. You can ask Ross. I like screamed and jumped around like a little baby. But uh, one of the things that I get questions about with that when we, is the actual impression numbers in that tool. So there, a lot of times they seem rounded or very similar to other numbers. Can you talk about, because I know they can't be exact numbers. I, I can't imagine they'd be exact numbers. Can you talk about how you come up with those numbers and and um, how accurate they are, and what, are they just compared to each other? Are they compared to just kind of discussion on those numbers and where they come from? We try to make those numbers as accurate as possible, but what we do is we also bucket them a little bit in the sense that uh, we kind of take the numbers maybe from uh, 1,000 to 1,499 and bucket them into one group called, I don't know, 1,300, for example. And uh, okay. that makes it a little bit easier to compare the numbers rather than uh, having to look at each digit individually. But uh, I guess it also makes it a little bit uh, less accurate looking at first glance. But I think uh, for the largest part, that's really useful nonetheless like that. So I totally agree. Yeah. Um, we yeah. try to get the numbers as accurate as possible based on the information that we have, but uh, especially when queries are very rare in that uh, maybe only one or two people have made this query at all, then that's something we might not be able to show completely within Webmaster Tools, even just uh, for privacy reasons, for example. Yeah, and, and I, I love using that tool to talk to clients when they say, I want to be this, I want to be number one for this term. And I, and I try to explain to them that might not be the best goal for this project, and I say, Say, you know, that's a fluctuating that fluctuates all the time. And I can actually log into Webmaster Tools and show them that this one particular term, this guy, and I open it up and say, in the past week, and you can set the date parameters to show just the last week, 
this site for this term has been in five different places in the rankings. It moves on a constant basis. And I love to be able to just show them that data and say, look, here it is. And look, you ranked for three different pages for the same term. That might be an issue and we can fix that. So it's been, yeah. I love that term or I love that tool. What I also really like is uh, the click-through rate information, which basically gives you information on whether or not people are actually clicking on your search result. So maybe you're ranking number one for this query, and maybe it's getting a ton of impressions, but if no one is actually clicking through to your site for that query, then either you're doing something wrong in that maybe your snippet is suboptimal or the title is bad, or users are actually looking for something different, and you might want to target different terms instead of that one. Yeah, it's one of my favorite as well, especially when I'm I'm actually talking to a prospect and they've given me access to analytics or something along those lines. I can look at that and or, or sorry, Google Webmaster Tools. I can look at that and say, all right, obviously this isn't working for you. Let's look at the site. And as you said, it's either the content or they're simply targeting the wrong phrase. Oftentimes they're targeting the wrong phrase, and we need to do keyword research, and, and uh, it makes it a little easier to jump into things. So thanks for the sales tool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. it's, a, it's an analysis tool there too, done. <laughs> yes, that's right, Karka. Okay. <laughs> um, actually, I have some feature requests myself. Um, one of them is uh, it's just one to put out, really. Uh, in the Webmaster Tools, is there any reason why you wouldn't want to also track other social um, click-throughs like Twitter and such in the, instead of plus one metrics, call it social metrics? Is that something I to be considering? Think, I think within Webmaster Tools, that might be kind of problematic because we don't really have that information within Webmaster Tools. But I could imagine that uh, analytics might be able to get that information based on the refer. And uh, maybe that's something that could be combined at some stage in the future. I don't know. Because under the HTML suggestions section, um, I thought it would be kind of cool if it, and I, I guess this is self-serving for you guys, but I don't see anything wrong with it, is you don't like mention that there is no analytics noted on your site or any kind of tracking mechanism. You could say, Google Analytics is not noted. It's not active. Um, we suggest either doing that or looking at other analytics programs. Um, and another one is social media is not currently tracked. For example, with this new um, Google Analytics implementation of being able to track social, it would be wonderful if... if Google Webmaster Tools had the ability to tell us whether or not they had a properly uh, set up tracking within their um, their uh, social buttons. Mm-hmm. That sounds so, good. Yeah, keep yeah. coming. <laughs> so, so, so here's here's my here's my one feature request is. So for years, you guys have shown inbound links that you know about in, in a list. These are the links we know about pointing to your site. And I've told people all along, I said, this is not necessarily all the, the links that, that they're counting towards your site. They're just showing you a list of everything they, they know about. Now that Site Explorer is going to be shutting down by the end of the year, and a lot of people still use that tool to kind of understand their, their link profile, is there any way that you guys might be looking at or helping fill that void that, that Site Explorer is leaving. Can, can you do something a little more with that link data just to help us understand our link profile better? I think it's something that the Webmaster Tools team is, is always working on to kind of make uh, that data more actionable. And that might be through an API or through better downloads, things like that. I'm not aware of anything particular happening, especially because of the, the Site Explorer, for example. I imagine uh, things like getting uh, link information for third-party sites is probably something that won't be included in Webmaster Tools that soon. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even expect it for third-party sites, but there's some, some features that, that we can do with Site Explorer. Like, we can tell the difference between um, internal links and external links and how we separate those and, and how it affects our link profile. We can tell the difference between... Um, links to just the home page versus links to the entire site so we can figure out what's our ratio if, between deep links and home page links. Stuff like that helps us understand how people are linking to us better and I would love to have that information from, from, from Google's voice as opposed to just where we're getting it now. And it, of course just for my own site is all I'd be worried about. I think a lot of that is already available in Webmaster Tools. So you can look at the links to specific pages. You can look at the links to your site overall. You can look at uh, internal or external links separately. So a lot of that is already kind of covered there. But as always, okay. if you have really specific uh, examples of things that you'd need, 
uh, feel free to let us know. Great. Okay. <clears throat> Let's take a quick break. <clears throat> Pardon me. And when we get back, I'm going to have uh, one, or at least one more feature request. <laughs> <laughs> SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, before the break, uh, we were discussing with John Mueller, the, a Senior Webmaster Trends Analyst at Google Switzerland, uh, about, well, just about everything. <laughs> it's been all over the map. It's been great. And uh, uh, John's been excellent at answering I'd say 90% of our questions, which is pretty impressive, considering we're throwing everything at them. Um, now, one of the feature requests, I thought, it, 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 <clears throat> frankly, it's it's been nice that they've added uh, the ability to have uh, additional users within Webmaster Tools. But one thing that drives me insane is they still don't have the ability to make one person an admin and make it easy to add and remove people. I, I just don't understand why that hasn't been added, and I know they've been asked it a lot over the last while. Is there reasoning behind not having admin? Um, it's something that we recently actually added. So basically, oh. <laughs> if you're verified as an owner, you can add other owners right away without uh, forcing them to add a meta tag or add the verification file, those things. Yes, I know that. But, but what I was uh, being saying is there's no admin, though, is there? Uh, one particular person who controls them all? One um, ring to rule them all? Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you have one account that's verified with a meta tag, with the verification file, and all other accounts are just added from that account, then basically that one person is, is the main person. Uh, what we don't okay. have at the moment is, is a kind of like a read-only access. If you have an SEO that needs to look at the information but shouldn't be changing things in Webmaster mm-hmm. Tools, but uh, that's also something that we've been looking at to, to see how, what we can do there. Excellent, because that would be yeah, that'd be fabulous. I love how they can do that with Google Analytics. It's so easy, and has been from the get go. Uh, it's just it seems to be a long time in coming, and I'm glad things are improving in that in that step. Uh, you know, the other thing is too, um, my client may have put down the uh, uh, 
the code on their site. Let me think here. But and, and all the other people have the same rights access, like you said. There's not just a read-only. It's either read-only or the whole kit caboodle. Uh, it'd be nice to have some sort of user roles as well. But like, it's, I guess that's coming as potentially as well. It's something that that we're kind of looking at, but as always, we don't you don't make big promises about features before they're actually ready. Mm. So I actually have another feature request as well, and this this is kind of tied into the blended search results. And, and we know with blended search results, it's a combination of your local places pages and and your website, and, and how well your website's optimized for your location. Um, it'd be interesting if we could find a tool in Webmaster Tools that helps us to make sure that we're optimized for our location on our sites if we if we have physical locations, if we have that kind of need through through blended search and local search. Um, is is there anything in the works for that, or is that something you guys have talked about? Uh, I'm not aware of uh, specific changes that are happening there, or specific uh, features that are being added to Webmaster Tools, and I don't know if that would be something that might be added within Google Places more than within Webmaster Tools, for example. So if you have more specific information on what you're looking for, feel free to send that my way. Maybe post in the help forums and I can work together with the engineers to make sure that it reaches the right people. Yeah, I, I can Perfect. see why that might be an issue, I guess, because in, essentially a lot of people or some people who are in Google Places don't even have a website, so Google Webmaster Tools wouldn't be much use to them. But uh, it would be nice if you did have both that all of a sudden all the this is another dream thing but all the google places info is all found in with your google webmaster tools so it becomes more or even google analytics becomes your um central dashboard instead of having to jump around to three different ones can you just work on combining everything john just all the tools places yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay really (laughs) i'll pass it on i don't know how um how they'll re- react, but yeah. I, I think one, one, one of the problems of kind of combining everything into one tool is that it makes it a lot harder for the individual teams to iterate quickly. So if something is only in Webmaster Tools, then they can change things quite quickly, uh, quite easily. They can change the UI on their own. Uh, they can try to implement new features or try new things out, whereas if everything were in one gigantic package, then making bigger changes or just uh, doing experiments is a lot harder. So, so, so you brought up the whole thing about the employees, and I just thought of this as we were speaking. So you guys still have the, the option to spend like a certain percentage of your time on personal projects. Do you have any personal projects you're working on you can talk about that you're excited about? Um, I spend my time working on so many different projects, even just within my main job, that uh, I don't have anything specific that I kind of pull out on the side separately. Because there's so many uh, interesting projects happening at Google that uh, it's it's all so much fun. <laughs> nice. It would be interesting to to uh, work at Google on like a like for a week, you know, just just like trade places with someone to just to see what it was like. I mean, I've been to the the, the complex a couple of times um, out in California, but it would be interesting to be in the environment just to see what it's like. That w- I would enjoy that. So if if you ever want to just trade places for a week, I'd love to have you come over here and and write proposals for me while I go and do all your fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we actually have a, a Webmaster Trends Analyst uh, position open at the moment in Kirkland, close to Seattle. So uh, if you check out our job site, you can see more or less what we're doing, and uh, feel free to send, you, send us your resume. <laughs> I, just, I, just wanna, I just wanna do it for a week. <laughs> it, it's like when the, if you have grandkids, you can visit them and send them home with their parents. That's what I wanna do. I just wanna visit for a week. It'll be harder. <laughs> <laughs> and frankly, don't they have yeah. to do that big math question? See, that, that just creeps me out. Those, the, oh, I, I couldn't get through that. <laughs> um, actually, I, I know someone who actually uh, did submit the resume, and, and they, they knew who he was. Uh, I won't mention names, but they knew who he was. He was an SEO. But, you know, he legitimately wanted to switch roles, but they just had too much of a fun time with him. They ended up putting him through the interview and, and teasing the hell out of him. <laughs> It was, it was nice. <laughs> um, they was like, you seriously want to be here? Oh, my. You know. Um, uh, nice. Yeah. 
No, I mean, it's, it's a great environment. And uh, especially uh, what we do, kind of working together with web search and communications, you, you see a lot of different parts of Google. And I think if someone's really interested within uh, web search, interested about uh, the technical part of web search, the technical SEO kind of aspects and communications, then that's definitely something I, I'd look at. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, so on a, on a sort of fun side of things, what's it like uh, living in Switzerland and working at Google Switzerland? It's great. <laughs> can I say? Are, are, are you Swiss yourself? Um, I'm originally from Germany. I spent about 10 years in the U.S. and have been in Switzerland now for, I don't know, forever, more or less. Nice. And uh, since I had my company here in Switzerland, it was great that I didn't have to change places, move to the U.S., move somewhere else. And it's it's a great team here in Zurich. So it's, it's so, so do, you guys get any, do you guys get any Google perks in Switzerland that they don't get, say, in California? Like maybe, you know, they have the bikes on the California campus. Do you guys get like skis or something? We have a lot of gondolas within our office where we have uh, phone booths. So it, it, looks, it looks pretty sweet. Oh, that's it's cool. Fun. That is cool. If, yeah, if you have some pictures and you want to post them on our SEO 101 Facebook page, that would be awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome, actually. That would be. And uh, how about... Like, well, how does it compare in size to uh, the Mountain View location, which we've both been to? Um, Google Switzerland is uh, a lot smaller, but it's still the largest engineering uh, office outside of the U.S. for Google. So it's, it's a place where a lot of engineers from different European countries come together and kind of uh, find their way to Google and, and work on various Google projects. You know, one thing that I tie into something that John said, and it'd be kind of interesting, is of all the the, the twenty percent projects, I don't know that you're allowed to share any of this, but uh, of any of the projects you know of that are going on the side or anything that's even public, what gets you excited? Is there anything that's really cool you like to share? This unrelated to SEO, I don't care. It's just fun stuff. I love technology. <laughs> Well, well, there's a lot of uh, 20% projects that you don't really see as 20% projects when they launch. They look like legitimate features within an existing product. Uh, for example, a lot of uh, the Gmail features are kind of come out of 20% projects that originally start as maybe a labs feature and then they move into being a, a standard Gmail feature. And a lot of that is really fun to watch to see the engineers work on their more or less their baby within Gmail and to see them kind of be able to launch that within a project that has so many millions of users using it. Hmm. So all these betas or, or alphas, I guess, are launched within the company first, so you get to see this stuff coming before it even goes out to the, the, to the masses then? Yeah, a lot of times we try them out within the company. So, for instance, uh, the Google Plus uh, whole system, we, we tried that out internally and we work with that and we uh, work to give the engineers feedback that they can use to kind of tweak it before it has a public launch. Did, did at one point... Was there any merit to the fact that it was there was a it was started off as called Google dot me or Google me? I actually thought that was a brilliant name, but was that ever uh, yeah. an actuality? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an interesting. I thought it was a cool name. I was actually surprised they went with Plus because it seemed rather engineerish versus dot Google dot me. It sounded like a perfect social network. <laughs> anyway, just a comment. But uh, anything yeah. else you'd like to add, John? I'm. I'm just. I'm just very happy that you came on the this, this show, John. And really, um, it was great, great conversation. And I hope we can do it again sometime for sure. Yeah. And I think to. what's what's going to come out of this. I, I'm actually certain of it. Is I'm going to go. Don't. I forgot to ask that question. Don't. You know. So, if you don't mind, could we send you a few of the follow up questions we get from listeners, and and also um, some of the ones we think of, and, and just if you, if you have a time to email us back a few, we'll 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 read them on the show. Sure. Sure. Why not? Um, I'm also active on Google Plus, so if anyone uh, wants to ping me directly, feel free. Excellent. Excellent. Are you going to be Are you going to be any shows speaking or presenting uh, coming up anytime soon? Um, not that I know of. Uh, we did a bunch of conferences here in Europe in uh, the spring, but uh, I 
don't know of any where I'm going to be. It's now over the summer. Okay, I was going to buy you a drink, but you know, let me know if you're coming into one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks very much for showing up again, and and uh, really appreciate. It. And hopefully, uh, well, maybe next year when the next round of changes or something comes, we can have you back on. We'd love to love to have you back on. So that'd be great. It's been great. Well, excellent. Thank you. Hey, could, well, I mean, hey, John, real quick, real quick, real quick before we go, Ross. Um, John, can I ask you a favor? Sure. <laughs> We're up for an award, and we need votes. So Ross is going to give out the, the 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 location to go for votes. Will you vote for us? So you've been on the show, so so you can say we're good. Will you vote for us? Um, sure. There you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. So everyone who's listening, it's really easy. So even if you're on your mobile phone and your computer, because you can vote both places, um, and your iPad, <laughs> and your iPad, <laughs> you can uh, go to. Uh, bit.ly, so bit.ly slash uh, vote SEO 101. Easy. And that'll take you directly to uh, the Small Business Influencer Award. Uh, and It's not really an award so much as a vote that gets us higher in the, the rankings. But right now we're, yeah. we're kicking butt. <laughs> so yeah. the and, more the better. <laughs> and, and, and all we win really is that the, we can say we won. <laughs> yeah, we, we, might get to go, we might get to go to New York, but I'm here anyway, so... Yeah, I'm not. Well, good luck. <laughs> Thank you Thank very you. much. Thank you. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Karka, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, thanks for joining us today. And uh, remember, every, 2 p- uh, every Monday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, this show airs. And you can also download us on uh, webmasterradio.fm uh, under our SEO 101 page. And also... Please feel free to post any follow-up questions to this show on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash SEO101podcast. Uh, or if you wish, if you're not on Facebook, you can email me directly, ross at stepforth.com. That's S-T-E-P-F-O-R-T-H. Or contact John at John at, uh, what is it? The best place to give me is Twitter, uh, at John Carcutt. And you can also subscribe on iTunes. We're on there as well. We're everywhere. <laughs> so there you go. Yes. Thanks, everyone, and have a great week, and, and, and take care, John. Bye. Thank you so much for being here, John, and thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs>